and welcome back to the part-time otaku podcast my name is dave my name is grant and we're here we're back everybody we're back. <laughs> we are back talk about uh season four episode 14 of attack on titan uh earthquakes notwithstanding uh they published a double episode of episode 14 and 15 of season four this week so we're gonna have back-to-back episodes for you guys um just like everybody else had when they when they watched this um but this one is just talking about uh episode 14 called savagery mm. um thumbnail for this episode is straight from mappa it's uh zeke and levi you know um mappa put out a couple of cool art pieces um because you know they dropped two episodes at the same time i think you know the lead animator put one out the studio put one out and the director of this episode put one out um so yeah the zeke and uh levi thumbnail that you're seeing is uh is straight from mappa so without further ado um well actually before i jump into the synopsis if it's your first time here welcome welcome um grant and i are anime only watchers we've never read the manga so everything you hear us talk about is you know speculation and analysis all we really do is you know briefly summarize the episode for you talk about our favorite parts and then uh, maybe theory craft a little bit um so yeah I'll, I'll start us off here season four episode 14 aaron mikasa and armin sit down to talk aaron claims his actions have all been of his own free will aaron claims armin is compromised by berthold's memories and that mikasa's heritage has been controlling her Aaron says he has always hated Mikasa because of this. Aaron and Armin have a brief fist fight before Aaron and the Jaegerists head for Shiganshina. Levi is formed about Zachary's death and plans to steal the Beast Titan from Zeke. However, Zeke triggers the wine trap and Levi's team is turned into Titans who immediately attack him. Levi fights his way out, captures Zeke, and drags him out of the forest. <sighs> Big time episode, wow. Grant. Big time episode. All I can, it was so funny when I was watching it. I was... I was watching, you know, I was had my eyes on my watch, and I was waiting for the 19-minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was so curious to see, like, where it cut off on everyone. Oh, right, yeah, because yeah. Cause this episode was airing everywhere, in, yeah. and in Japan specifically, yeah. when the earth ca- earthquake hit. So where did it cut off? Was it at, like, an incredibly crucial moment? It was, like, kind of, like, in the lull moment as, like, it's kind of petering out. So it's, I believe it's... The point I had it written down. Uh, oh, it's the I think with the idea he could escape from me. I believe was the nineteen minute mark. Levi, oh, yeah. Oh, when he's like through the forest and everything. Yeah, it's right at the end because the tail end because it's oh, just God. yeah. That's killer. Yeah. Um, man, you know this episode answered a lot of questions. It had, you know it. We, we've talked about Attack on Titan's pacing this this season and how it's been pretty great, right? When you really can't take much more, um, you know, lore bombs and flashbacks and character development. They know right when to give you the action. Mm-hmm. And this episode is no exception. Um, let's start at the beginning. And God, man, like, what a cliffhanger to leave us on for an extra week, right? Um, yeah. You know, with it was the Aaron conversation that was killing me. I, I wanted to know, because we were pretty confident about the wine trap that Zeke was going to spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the obvious question was, like, how much, how bad is it going to be? But I had no idea what Aaron was going to say when he sat yeah. down with, with Armin and Mikasa. And I, uh, it, it it made me feel some things. Yeah, it, it was, it's so strange. Like, you know, we, 
I think I had made a joke a couple weeks ago about this isn't my Aaron. <laughs> and this this scene kind of just cemented that, you know? Yeah. I, you know, again, I don't, I don't want to get into the weeds of, like, theories and all that. I still believe... I still believe that Aaron's got something up his sleeve. The, yeah. You know, it's... But it's... You know, we'll, we'll get into it. You know, he says some pretty pretty out there shit both to armin and mikasa right he gets a lot off the table in these first seven eight minutes of the episode the pace is pretty quick you know the first thing he establishes is i'm free you know what i mean he he says very quickly i'm free mikasa wants to give him an out right i think everybody wants to give him an out yeah the way he's behaving you know it's easier to believe that he's being manipulated it would be preferable to believe that he's their lifelong friend yeah like it's 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 normal for them to think that you know yeah um but he's very clear in saying i'm not yeah and you know mikasa even at one point gets excited and you feel the tone shift because aaron says i said keep your hands on the table Mm. you know what i mean like he turns this into much more of a you're gonna listen to what i have to say as opposed to you know we're not negotiating (laughs) um feels like he had a he had a point to make here there's there's a moment to um because, you know, for the most, for like the beginning part of that conversation, he has his eyes down. Like he's not looking at them. Yeah. And I forget exactly. I think it's when Mikasa like really starts trying to talk to him. You can see his eyes slowly drift up and look on her. And I had to, free- I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time I watched the episode, I had to freeze frame it. The look he gives her. And then, because then he immediately falls into the whole, like, you know, you're, essentially, you're a slave. Yeah. To your, and then we got that huge lore Daggers, down the yeah. You know, the the whole, the, you yeah. know, you guys have been slaves to, you know, the Eldian king and all that. Yeah. And, and did you find that a little clumsy? I don't know. It, you know, it in, in, the t- in the moment it worked for me, um, it's yeah. worked it, a yeah, little bit moment. less upon review. Because... I don't, I don't want to get ahead, but it's just so hard. It, it like it really did suck. You know what yeah. I mean? Like especially seeing Mikasa be being kind of ripped up like that. Yeah. I want to before he goes at Mikasa though. He goes at Armin. And what did you think about that angle? I thought that was very that was more thought provoking to me. Which was yes, the mem- all the stuff with the memories. Yeah, he's saying you know yeah. you're still visiting Annie, aren't you? Like you know you're the one who's being manipulated by the enemy because you know he kind of postulates. He says you know you ate. Berthold, you inherited his memories, and memories are what shape a person, and now you're visiting Annie all the time. That was a really interesting thought, you know? I'd, I hadn't really thought about it that way. Um, the show hasn't really illustrated it in that way. Like, they've sort of shown that you can get flashes of memories and this and that. Um, well, they what did you teased, think about that? Because what I was thinking of was earlier in the season where it's a flashback on them training. It's I think it's the three of them on at the uh, the shooting range. Yeah. And Aaron asks, like, flat out asks Armin of, you know, do you have any key memories of Bertolt's? And oh, Armin kind of, and Armin just kind of shrugs it off and like, no, no not like, really, nothing helpful. You know, and you and I had maybe speculated that was Armin was kind of sensing a, you know, a sway of opinion of Aaron, yeah. and he was just trying to, you know, maybe keep some maybe stuff deflecting. locked in, deflecting, but also too, like maybe Aaron was right on the money, you know, and Armin has. It, you know, obviously Armin has, like, seen these memories, and he clearly is being influenced, because he was visiting Annie every day, and all that, too. It's, yeah. you know, it was, I found it, you know, for, for a moment I thought maybe Aaron is trying to protect them some way, like, he's trying to distance himself from them, 
yeah. and he's kind of manipulating what he knows about their like what they've been doing what their situations are to like create that wall yeah but they've set up like they've set up all this stuff with armin like the moments with Ar- uh annie like him visiting annie and then there's the moments of like well the moment of you know aaron asking about Bertold's memories and all that and then you know kind of jumping forward a bit with mikasa you know they they brought up the you know the hiziru connection and you know like they kind of they kind of put a lot of focus on their histories yeah leading up to this and then he hits them with like these two like absolute haymakers big bombs and it's like oh was was this the moment that you guys have been like kind of you know, it, that's the thing i'm not sure if this was the moment they're trying to reveal to us or if this was like a like a, a fake out do you know what i mean you know I, I agree and i think we're maybe meant to feel this way because it is a bit of a and i'm not you know i'm not like saying it's a bad thing but it is a bit of a trope sometimes that you see in uh, in drama where you know that people push themselves away from the people that they care about in order to spare them you know further heartache down the road, um, and they do it really brutally. And for a minute there, I thought that's what Aaron was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so torn because it feels like what he's saying, his way of attacking them, is, is yeah. so deliberate, and like there might be a lot of truth in it. Mm-hmm. It, it feels very you know how compromised is uh is armin if at all um you know he could just be saying that to get into his head but what he says about mikasa to me was really compelling yeah so maybe we should talk about that real quick and that's he you know you and i have been talking all season long about how mikasa if anybody is a little bit one-dimensional and how you know her only real character motivation is protecting Aaron and how she could do with a bit of a you know a bit of a revelation and like how weirdly fucked up and fitting is it that maybe the reason she's yeah. a little bit one dimensional is because that you know that's all she's able to be. Uh, yeah, she's engineered of, that way. Social yeah, engineered that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that you know she's not really been allowed um, the ability to think of anything else or have anything else drive her. What a weirdly fucked up idea mm. and like super interesting and then and then you know what and this is where i think there's some truth to that like, obviously there's some truth to it it wasn't just her getting his head like armin goes to hit him oh yeah and he just snaps like, too. Know, snaps too and like has armin pinned to the table and yeah you know i was i was look i was hoping to see aaron's face like i was like oh my god is he gonna have like a smug look on his face but like he was just you know as like he's been this whole season is just more or less like facially, eyes, yeah. facially monotone but um yeah I, it's just like the way he struck into her like that and you know you could tell like it hurt her like the yeah. animation of her eyes in that scene yeah is like top two this whole this whole episode is beautiful front to back you can tell like you know like i think they know it's getting towards the end there and like <laughs> probably they, a lot of focus was made towards the back end yeah you know because beginning to end this episode is absolutely stunning and that was just one of the key moments it's just kind of the way they focused on both her and armin's eyes yeah how choked, how choked they are it, it was also interesting you know you know if aaron really believes that he is free and you know he has all this information because you know one thing we skimmed over is, you know, he says he's learned a lot from Zeke, right? Um, yeah. that Zeke, uh, you know, has a lot more information on the Titans than even Marley does. And, you know, we have to assume that this information on the Ackermans, et cetera, et cetera, uh, is coming from Zeke and whatever Aaron has learned in this four-year period. Um, but he does say to really kind of 
as a bit of a coffin nail, it feels like, because, you know, there's one thing I hate more than anybody, or there's one thing I hate more than anything, and that's somebody who just obeys orders, you know? Mm. Like, he, he, that part was, <laughs> that part ain't necessary. He's like, it's like, hey, man, yeah. he's dead already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's dead already, you know? But he he really says, like, there's that's the one thing I've always hated. And ever since I was a kid, I didn't know why it made me angry to even look at you. And he says, mm. I've always hated you. And that, see, I didn't, I don't know if I bought that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we're meant to feel conflicted because I don't, I don't know what the fuck to believe because it feels yeah. like, it feels like watching him manipulate Mikasa in that way and thinking all, but, you know, even like the flashback they showed was very like, him very having poignant. a face. Yeah, he had like a face on. Yeah. And then, like, but he had, they also just murdered. Well, not murder. They had just defended their lives against, you know, like, uh, you know, they were being, yeah. they were being but assaulted. But there is, there is like a whole animation thing where when Mikasa's a kid and she comes to, there's like a, they specifically make it look like she gets kind of zapped and kind of comes to her senses. And that makes Aaron's story about, you know, you mistook me for the person you're supposed to protect. Mm. And ever since then, you've been compelled. And it just sort of, that part makes sense mm. it makes a lot of sense but yeah. the him hating her this whole time it makes a bit less sense to me it, it makes me feel like he's trying to push her away yeah um, and that's and that's what i'm thinking he's trying to do i think so you think I'm he's really... telling it the truth paired with a lie to get her to push her away it's well, well look what nicolo did you know yeah when he mean? was trying to well he was trying to save him from the wine right and yeah. he went over oh, the top. Yeah. He hit them with some truths, but he he really like overplayed his hand to really sell it. Right. You know that's something we've seen this season. So like you know they could be going back to the well with that one. Like you know. Yeah. But I you know in my heart of hearts I don't see Aaron as the villain yet. No, you I know. Yeah, I mean it's you funny. This, go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's you know it's it's kind of hard because that that's the one really big bummer, I, and I don't want I don't want to touch next or the following episode at all yet. Mm-hmm. But the one bad thing, and you and I had even said this last week, I wish we had time to sit with this this episode. Yeah, one week of digestion, right? You know, I feel so many people from what I've read online and just like general consensus is like the focus has been on the episode fifteen. And, you know, obviously there's big moments from this episode that people, you know, are, yeah. are paying it to, this being one of them. And then, you know, like, obviously there's like another, ma- you know, actually there's a couple major scenes throughout the episode. But I'll, I just feel like all the focus has been on the next episode. And I think this one, it's a bit of a shame. I think it really needed the analysis, like the week to breathe yeah. and and think about it and mull it over. Yeah. I, you know, like I some don't... of the revelations in the next episode, which obviously... Kind of you know, some we're, credence. Yeah. We're gonna cover uh, next yeah. episode, which will which will come out uh, shortly after this one. Um, but yeah, they they change your understanding of this a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're not gonna spoil it just in case. No, no, so no. so you know, tune in to the next one. Um, it's just I feel like I feel like there's more credence to Aaron. Yeah. Still being the good guy, in my opinion. Yeah, and I don't. I, think... I don't disagree. Even even just based in this episode, is like, do you re- do you believe that this he could have flipped the switch so quickly and it's hard to say. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, there is one thing I want to mention though. Um, and you know, like I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, we haven't even rewatched the whole show yet. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, I've there are a lot of episodes in this whole series 
I've only seen once, but there is one thing that stuck out to me was which was Aaron's explanation of the Ackermans, right? Mm-hmm. And how they were they were designed to protect the king. The only thing that I remember about the Ackermans being special, other than Mikasa and Levi, uh, was was this revelation that we got from Kenny in a flashback where he was talking to i believe it was his dad it was another ackerman but okay it's it's back in season three part one when kenny learns a little bit about his own heritage and there's a flashback that tells kenny and the audience that you know ackermans are part of this royal bloodline and they were one of the only ones that the king couldn't control Mm. um that you know so we we assume the founding titan couldn't control them and then you know, so what What was that, and how does that play into this, if at all? Because we were sort of led to believe that they were special. Is this what they meant? Because if they weren't, th- you know, like, if, if they weren't controllable, then how were they, quote, designed to do this? It's just, and, like, maybe, you know, the stuff we learn next week plays into that. But it seems sort of at odds with one another. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. The well, it makes sense now, thinking back, like, Kenny's situation with Fritz. Yeah. You know, probably, whether he knew it or not, maybe that's why he was, you know, because he was a thug and a murderer, but, like, he was devoted to him. Yeah. But they had they had personal history together, too, like, because they, they, that's what they kind of show us back then. Like, it shows that Kenny worked for him, you know, as it was like a, you know, like a symbiotic relationship, I guess. Like, you know, it made sense to help each other. But now we know that that might not have been the case. Like, he was just naturally drawn to defend the king and do all interesting, that. Interesting, interesting. So, But at the same time, Kenny was, like, plotting to steal that power, remember? Like, and then he was mad that he couldn't, like, toward the end of season, uh, his, oh, his arc. Oh, that's true, too. Is he realizes, like, wait a minute, if I take the injection, I'm just going to turn into an idiot? Like, mm. it seems like, but maybe he, you know, maybe he only developed that plot after his boy died. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he only cared about trying to steal that power after the guy he was protecting. There's a lot of quagmire yeah. right now with this. Because that's, that's the thing, too. You know, this this is coming up in almost the final hour mm-hmm. of the season. You know, this isn't like a big, you know, this isn't like, you know, episode four or five where we're getting some big news and, and you know, we have all this time to think about it. Now, like, <laughs> everything is just kind of coming at us breakneck speed. So, yeah, th- yeah this is just the the point of i really really wish we had more time but you know it is what it is and i think we'll see more um it's funny i had watched this episode you know and before i jumped into the next one mm-hmm. i had thought oh this is this is done there's there is not going to be a part two i, I think <laughs> they're going to be i bet you they'll wrap this up in the next two episodes and then i get into the like you know it's so fun and i would have thought that for a week yeah you know i would have been convinced and then the yeah. second i you know about halfway through like episode 15 i was like oh there's there's gonna be a, a second part like i'm confident now yeah um but yeah it, this just this whole this whole part of the episode you know there's a lot of great stuff but just seeing the dynamic between aaron because this is the, the most one-on-one time we've had with him since him and reiner yep it's been a minute um... you know you know what, just just to cap this section off before we move on, um, there's there's one other thing that I think reinforces what we're both saying, which is that otherwise slow, uh, it was an oddly weak episode of this whole season where I think we both agreed the animation basically looked different every scene. Um, but it was that episode where they're building the railroad. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That episode more or less ends with, you know, it's that's a flashback. It's a couple yeah. of years ago. But Aaron is in the back of the 
train and they're all talking about who should inherit his titan right and it's sort of this bit where he makes them all blush being like i don't want any of you to inherit my titan because i care about you all way too much Mm. and that was only two years ago you know what i mean and it just feels like you know is he really and now he's just severing all ties with these people and you know that's not to say he hasn't changed yeah but it i had thought about that episode i mean like what a weirdly stark contrast obviously he's been through a lot mm-hmm. in the interim but it feels like a choice that they included that conversation right mm-hmm. and his decision to be like no i don't want it to go to any of you because i want you to live long lives because i care about you so much mm-hmm. and now yeah. here and we then, are you know it's strange too and then you know i guess like kind of like the, the the you know like you said the cap off to this section is he just proceeds to lay an absolute ass kicking on Armin. Yeah. And beats you know, the shit he, out of him. He beats the shit out of him and he kinda makes like a well, he makes the comment of Oh yeah, I guess we've never we've never fought before. And then really rubs oh, rubs his nose in it, you know. Rubs his nose and then like, you know, in just like a moment of enlightenment and he goes, well, do you know why we haven't? Mm-hmm. And because it you know, because it's one sided. Or I I, yeah. I can't forget the exact line, but Yeah, he, it, yeah, it wouldn't be a fair fight. It wouldn't be a fair fight. And, you know, i wondering, you know, this is going to be, like, really, really, like, going with a microscope. I wonder if that was, like, a message to him. Yeah, I you don't know. know. You know, like, in, in a weird way. Like, I don't know how, but, like, just kind of... I don't know. It's... Armin... Armin is not a physical fighter, but, like, he's got the mind, right? Big time. Big brain Armin. Big brain Armin. So, like... I don't know, and and then he went back for more, and you started pounding the shit out of him. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, maybe he is just <sighs> enjoying that, this. Hit him with that three piece and the soda. Yeah. Oh my god! And then everyone, you know, then of course, like the Jaegers come blasting in. He's just like, "No, nah, like we're good." And yeah. Gabby just like sitting there, like <laughs> shocked of like, just hoping hoping nobody has noticed that she's still there. Oh, I wish she would have slipped out. Well, I yeah. I now think she. I think there's. I think I have more belief that she's going to make a final blow on Aaron. Yeah, uh, when you when I heard you say that, I was like, oh, fuck, that would be, like, too perfectly tragic if she's the one to eat him yeah. or kill him or do something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then Aaron packs up and they go to Shigun Shina, and he does say, bring Gabby, too. Yeah. Bring the kid that's killed, that killed Sasha. Sasha. Before we see what happens in Shigun Shina, this is the Levi part of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. Le- Levi and Zeke's arc uh, for, for this one, so... We kind of pick up where we left off. Uh, we're in the forest of giant trees. Zeke is still captive. Levi is informed uh, previously that Zachary's dead. The Jaegerists are on the move, etc. So Levi makes the call and you know says we got to get somebody to eat Zeke. Mm. Um, you know we got to take the power back more or less, which makes sense, right? Like if you know yeah. from a negotiating position, Zeke is their trump card. Um, yeah. But right now, you know they're you know they're they're not in control of that card, right? So, Levi's scrambling to fix it, um, but he's he's just a little bit too late. You know what I mean? He gets the information a little bit too slowly. You know, he has this conversation with Zeke about, um, you know, you've been reading the same book. Oh, fuck. He's such an asshole. That scene there, I was like, this fucking guy. Zeke? I do not... Oh, he's such a prick. And just he this... pointedly asks about the wine. Any wine left? Yeah. Uh, no, not even that. Just, like, the, the line of... Um, well, you know, like Levi says, the oh, uh, you know, um, you know, how's your book or whatever? He's like, oh, you know, pretty good after reading it seven times, and and, <laughs> and Levi's like, oh yeah, it gives you, or, you know, lots of time to eavesdrop, I guess. 
Yeah. And just like the the brashness and the boldness of Zeke, like you can tell, you know, pompous little shit. He's pompous and he knows what's coming because like they have a plan and they're gonna make the jump on Levi, obviously. Yeah. But like even in that moment, he just can't help himself. He's just such a prick. You know, he's so high and mighty, and it's so funny because you know what comes next. Yeah. But man. it's it's such a it was such a strange. The moments between him and Levi, I think it's just like they clearly don't like each other. So filled so with tension, yeah. It's 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 not even that. Like they're just throwing barbs at each other because they like mm-hmm. they despise one another. It's not a good reflection of themselves, either. But which is the thing? Yeah, like, they're bringing out the worst in one another. Absolutely, like Zeke. You know, we you know we all have our opinions on Zeke, but Zeke is Zeke at the end of the day. Like he is smart, he's intelligent, and oh, there's, yeah. I'm sure conniving. there's some good to him. Conniving and Levi's the same way. Like he's damaged and tragic yeah. Jesus. tragic and grief but like he's good he's not you know he's worse when he's around zeke and aaron realistically yeah no you know, I they agree. bring the worst out of him um so so you know zeke springs the trap that we predicted a couple episodes back and everybody mm. in levi's squad is turned into a titan pretty cool scene yeah the light just as they're slowly like yeah. the sun like the the transformations yeah you haven't seen levi look horrified like that mm-hmm. before you know he's looked like taken off guard but i think that was maybe the strongest part of this scene for me uh because i was really excited for like you know some levi beyblade animation mm. uh, which we didn't get a ton of no they kind of just threw it away which is weird because there are pieces of this in the trailer um that I ended up going back and rewatching it. They, I don't know. It felt like they kind of cut it. I'm not sure what happened there. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so there wasn't a ton of that, which, uh, to be honest, is a bit of a letdown. I'll only say that just because, Grant, think about every season, even season three with two parts. Every single one has had like kind of like a flagpole Levi yeah. action scene that was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. This was good. Um, but like, think about, you know, him versus the female Titan or, uh, you know, him versus Kenny's men, yeah. that chase scene or him versus the beast Titan. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of really cool shit that he's done. But you know what? I think, I feel like, I don't know if I could dissect it a little bit, if they had shown him going full, like, f- you know, fully loaded into that on like all his comrades, the moment coming when he catches up to Zeke. Yeah. I feel like it would have taken away from that a little bit. No, I, you're right, but while we're you know, on it's, that, like, man, the CG on Zeke, that was just some rough shit. Like, oh, yeah. The, the Titan CG, it's just like, it was hard to be in, like, I was terrified for Levi in the circumstances. Yeah. But, like, watching, like, this plasticky monkey. You know what I mean? Was like, like especially if you think about what he used to, you know, just the their their first round. Yeah, Zeke was fucking terrifying. Absolutely. Um, and maybe just slightly less so this time. Uh, but like I still loved it. I just yeah. thought, you know, not even the worst yeah. thing about that scene, in my opinion. Do you know what was the worst thing about that? What was it? That fucking song. That is. Yeah, my, I didn't like that at all. That is my biggest pet peeve in anime, is, not like tonally simpatico the yeah. usage of the usage of sound that is just clearly not meant for the scene and you could tell what they're going for they were clearly going for like yo get pumped up this is a big moment um, you can do that you can do that with orchestral music yeah I'm a and, firm believer, oh my god dude. <laughs> yeah like uh, you know so i i can distinctly recall a few moments where 
the sound was like worked so beautifully in this show. Mm-hmm. One that I've rewatched a number of times. Such a weirdly specific moment. Season three, part two, towards the end, when Reiner is discovered hiding in the wall and he stabs one of the scouts. And before you can realize what's happening, Levi blasts out of nowhere and stabs him through the neck. And they oh. they pump the soundtrack when that happens. And I was yeah. like, you know, you go from O to one hundred. Um, yeah. And like yeah, they, they've uh, they, they've done really great work with sound, but when it's off, it's off. Yeah, it was just off. Like the, the musically, I think it was just the rapping that I was not a fan of. They it did just, that in the past too. It's never really worked for me, but no, in in any show too. Like I'm I'm fine with the combination because I know that's a big, that's a kind of not even so much anime, but I think that's just like a staple of like Japanese, like mm-hmm. modern Japanese music. You know, it's a lot of, you know, combination of, like, rock and metal and, you know, or, like, you know it's not just Japanese. Like, all, all kinds of cultures do that. But it could be used well. Like, the you know, the orchestral with, like, a, you know, like a sliding in, like a metal guitar, like a crunch or something. Like, there's ways for it to feel sound. It was just, it was, like, three different sound profiles all at one time. It was, like, the, the rap, the English rapping, and then the, like, the... They had like some strings in the background, and then like the guitars. It was it was so off base for me. It was distracting, honestly. Yeah. It was it was hard to be in the moment. It was just, all I could think about was the song. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I see. For me, it was the the Titan CG. It's just when they're moving, like mm-hmm. the motion is just so tough. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like um, his face and just uh, just every. It's just tough. It's just hard to it's hard to not see. But I don't want to harp on it because. There's some really beautiful moments right before he actually engages uh, Zeke. Yes. And chopping off the fingers? Yeah, chopping that off was, the fingers of yeah. his buddies, you know, looking at that Titan and seeing his friend's face in mm. it. Um, that was that was so good. Some of the dialogue, dude, you know, we've talked some about the some of the one-liners here. Yeah, Levi's in this show. Yeah, dude, you know, I think he had one where he said, you know, are you, are you still in there? Mm. you guys you know what i mean and oh god that was so sad and it like has this flashback to them asking the captain for wine them asking levi that for was, wine that was and you captain! could just yeah <laughs> hey, <Joel. laughs> you could just tell like he was just trying to give him the fucking break you know what yeah. i mean um and it you know what it made me think of which is like just so apt which is the reveal at the end of season two when connie realizes mm. Connie and Hanj put together the fact that Connie's village was turned into Titans, and they reveal that to Erwin, or Erwin, and Levi's in the room. And Erwin's happy that he learned something. Connie, Connie's traumatized because his mother was one of them. Yeah. Um, and Levi's first instinct is like, you mean to tell me I've been running around killing people this whole time? Mm. And he, you know, he, he wasn't stoked. And no. this time it was his whole squad. How many squads of people has he been through? Well, there's a really interesting line. Um, it's it's the moment. It, it's the sh- it's the, it's the showdown between like Levi and 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 Zeke. Uh, you know oh, because yeah. uh, Zeke's being just a fucking prick too. Like he's be- you know he's riding in the hands of, of one of the Titans and he's got two others and and like you know he's this just goes to show like you know like he again this is kind of information we have like in the next episode but like looking back. He's so holier than thou yeah. of like, can you hear me in there? He goes, you guys thought you had time. You thought you had, you know, 
you had a plan. All you needed was time. Da, 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 da. He's like, you didn't have anything. Yeah. And and he like openly kind of says like Levi was wrong more or less. Yeah. You know Levi was Levi was your mistake. And he's so smug and so like. And then obviously like Levi catches up, but he makes a moment of, you know, are you going to be able to kill your comrades and da da da. And when and Levi catches up, this is probably my favorite line from the episode. Oh God, yeah. Is. He goes, you think I wouldn't kill my comrades? Yeah. He goes, you know, or, ah, uh, see, now I'm forgetting the line. Essentially along the lines of, like, we've lost so many. You don't so have many... a damn clue how many comrades we've killed. Exactly. Yeah. And it was just this moment of, like, Levi's like, yeah, I'm going in for this. Like, you, I, you are. I loved, yeah. that's, that part of the sound design is what I loved because I remember. Because it, it went away. It kicked back into the normal stuff. Yeah. Is Zeke realizes, God damn it, I'm going to have to engage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he transforms, and yeah. as they, you know, Zeke's doing his. Also, just on that note, Zeke like ripping Titans to pieces to use yeah. them as ammo is the most Zeke thing ever. I like, know. it's just it's so like that's just you know what I mean. So so him. Um, yeah. But I love the way that for a second you're worried, for a second you're not about Levi. But I love the way when Levi is talking, it makes it sound as those voices coming from everywhere around Zeke. Like, yeah, you know, Levi's kind of embodying the forest in that moment. It's like the trees are yelling at him. And the line for me was, what gave you the idea you could escape from me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that was some goosebumps shit. Yeah, I'm your jailer. Yeah. Also, I, I, I found my note there. I was wrong. The the 19-minute mark is is the next scene. The there's a, It wasn't this one. It wasn't the Levi's oh, okay. scene thrown out. 19 okay. minutes. No, it's the one scene after this. So, um... Levi, you know, we've actually never seen Levi use the thunder spears in this. Mm. You know, you know, we've I've, we've complained a little bit about the animation and the sound for this uh, the scene. So I'll say what I loved about it. You know, we talked about Levi's lines. I loved seeing, even though it was brief, I loved seeing Levi's like ingenuity and in cutting down the branches to distract yeah. Zeke. Mm-hmm. And then we've never actually seen Levi use thunder spears, and he uses them once, does it perfectly. Um, and drags Zeke's A lot of them at one time. Like, he doesn't just launch one. I think oh, he yeah. has, like, three or four of them, right? And Direct hit, that? first try. What was, I haven't noticed that before. What was, like, is that supposed to be hardening on the back of Zeke's neck? That was the first time that they've, um, animated it in that way. In season three, uh, when Zeke said, I'll harden, uh, like, the only time that he was shown to do that, they showed what it would look like on the inside of the Titan. They mm. didn't really show, so that's, that is, like, brand new, and, you know, maybe that's partially, you know, the art style looked a little weird, but I think the intent there was to make sure, like, it showed that Zeke was coming to, coming to play, right? Because he, he was prepared for Levi. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have that on the first time they fought in season four because he was intentionally taking an L there, right? Uh, He's being okay. cut out quite, quite uh, intentionally, and he didn't have, you know, I'd... He, it looked like he was about to harden in their first meeting in season three, but couldn't quite make it in time. This time... I like the idea that they show you, like, Zeke is supposedly at full strength, and he still could not stop Yeah. Uh, the fucking storm that is Levi. Holy fuck, man. And then, you know, he pulls him out of there, and, like, fucking... I was worried for a sec. I was like, yo, he might have overdid it. He might be dead. <laughs> um, and I, I also it. love... What a loved know, it, though. Yeah, same. I love the, the line, too. And, like, actually, that's probably my, my favorite frame in this whole scene. There's two I'm actually... Actually, there's a few frames I fucking love in this, like you said, in this episode, uh, the animation, right? Like, the one is Levi dropping down, being surrounded by Titans that were his comrades, mm. you know, just from all angles. And you're not quite sure, like, is he going to freeze? 
and then of course he doesn't. There's that, um, and there's then then there's the end of this fight where he holds Zeke's head up by the hair, by the hair, and drags him. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you stink, you ugly piece of shit," because he's also a bit of a neat freak, right? Yeah, because um, he's always been complaining that you know about Titan blood and how gross it is the whole way, uh, and that's a bit bit of a callback there. Um, so yeah, that was that was a good end of the fight. Did, was it everything you wanted? Round two. Uh, two and a half, three, depending on how you feel. No, yeah. I don't know. I, in my heart, again, you know, we have we, you and I have the magic ability of foresight in this uh, in this instance. I I do think this is the the last bout between Levi and uh, Zeke. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, that's not to say like you know, um, we we know anything drastic that the audience. No, 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 no. I just just my but, own personal yeah, feelings going forward. Yeah. yeah. I was always worried that, you know, maybe this surprise attack on Levi would really would really work. And I think mm-hmm. clearly Zeke did too. I remember he had this cool line about, like, this is where we say goodbye, Captain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not going to slaughter your comrades. And clearly Zeke miscalculated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, like, really further the tragedy that is Levi's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I remember seeing, like, some bullet points on him and, like... It's like, you know, mother was a prostitute that died when he was a kid, didn't know his father, got to know Kenny, who left him at the first opportunity. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, grew up underground. There's an OVA side story on Levi about how he's how he joins the scouts. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I no, I haven't. It. I didn't I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah, maybe we could cover I, it as a I, bonus I, or something in the future. I honestly had no idea there was any OVAs for Attack on Titan. Two or three. Um, really? Yeah, I haven't seen them all, but... But uh, yeah, there's one about how he lives underground as kind of a thief, um, and and joins the scouts under perilous conditions at the behest of Erwin, um, and his life, you know, has not been great. You know what I yeah. mean? He had he had Erwin as a bit of a mentor. He had to cash out on that, but he at least still believed that you know Erwin was kind of the last hope for humanity. He loses so much along this journey, along the along the way here. Mm. and then and then this is where he is again it's like god damn like that scene i think in the last episode maybe 13 where he had they animated all of his past yeah conflicts yeah, yeah, yeah it's he hasn't been on the winning side you know what i mean he, he kicks ass no doubt um but yeah it's it's a kind of a sad arc yeah um, it's, it's yeah. tragic because it, you know it's hard to enjoy your wins when everyone around you is dying yeah you know like it's you can't celebrate your wins or yeah. you know it's yeah it's brutal speaking brutal. of tragedy we go to shiganshina finally uh we don't see Aaron, but we assume that he's there because the jaegerists are there led by flock yeah and flock hijacks a new recruit session of the scouts oh my god the scouts are already kind of you know they're all lined up talking with one of the same trainers that trained Aaron and co and mm. um i forget his name but is it shot or shadis yeah yeah. And, you know, there's a small, you know, there's a little group of the scouts, these new recruits who are like, why are we even training to fight Titans? Mm. Like, the world is different now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're fighting people. This seems kind of weird. One of them even says, you know, it seems like Aaron and, you know, the Jaegerists are really the only ones who can lead us to victory here. So you can tell that there's, like, growing dissent mm-hmm. among not just the scouts, but just the population. Um so that doesn't look good. Then Flock shows up and makes it about a billion times worse. Everywhere he goes, it's just absolute anarchy. I yeah. 
I despise this character. Like, actually, he's... They're doing a good job with him and making him uh, pretty, you know... This show is very remarkably not black and white. Every time you think you hate someone, uh, yeah. you, you learn to empathize with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Flock is just a fucking prick. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard to empathize with him. Yeah. But I you mean, know what? Who knows? The, maybe we'll get a flashback. Or something. That'd be a waste of resources, in my opinion, on their... On, uh, I think that's part. not what they're going for. I think they, they want you to yeah. be frustrated, and he's very frustrating. But the, the Commandant calls him on his shit, and it's probably the most... It was the perfect way to describe him, and like the way he mocked him too. He goes, "Ah, Flock, I see you figured it out." And you know, Flock yeah. kind of played like, "Well, what are you talking about?" Yeah, and he's, he's like, "Yeah, little shit." Yeah, he's like, "No one cares until you have a gun pointed in their face. No one cares what you have to say." And Flock just like, you know, clearly phased, but like trying to hide it. I think in my that was my gauge yeah. on it. Maybe it's me looking into it because I really don't like no, the character. No, I think he was phased. And, you know, and, like, he shoots, and then he fires at him, and, and he goes, ah, I missed. And, like, I think that was genuine. It just goes to show, like, he's a punk. He's a fucking punk. You know? And, like, ah, fucking, but, like, the Commandant, like, you know, and he, he was a good character back in the earlier seasons. Like, he was hard on everyone. But, yeah, you know, I think, I, I might be misremembering, but I, there is a scene, is it with Gene? He talks to someone of, like, I don't know if he's been drinking or what it was. I I'm, might be completely misremembering this. But he essentially says, like, do you guys have any idea, like, what you're going out into? Like, like he tells them, like, there's a reason, like, tr- this training is so hard. I think it might be during the uh, the uh, ODM gear training. I can't remember. I thought he was introduced in season three, but I can't remember. No, he's the guy at the beginning that trains Oh, wait. Them. Oh, no, you're talking about the trainer, not Flock. Yes, yes, yes. the trainer, sorry, not, sorry. not Flock. Yes. So, you know, like, it's, it was kind of nice to have him back, you know, it just shows, like, the briefly. next, you know, the, the briefly, and I don't know if he's coming back after this scene, but, uh, but yeah, so, like, Flock just incites, you know. Yeah, it to was, us. Uh... Yeah. sorry, go ahead. Well, no, he just, you know, he, because they're smart, they're going for the young and the unexperienced and the uneducated. And they're taking advantage that everyone's conflicted about what's going on in their country right now. Yeah, very cultish, uh, yeah. cultish like recruitment tactic, right? You know, it basically says, "Hey, if you want to join the Yeagerists, you got to beat this man until he can't stand anymore." Yeah, reminded me a little bit of uh, the Dark Knight when Heath Ledger's Joker says, "We're gonna have tryouts." Oh fuck! <laughs> and uh, he tosses just a broken pool cue in between three men mm. or two men, and says, "But we only have room for one." <laughs> you know it's not that twisted but he, you know it does say beat, basically beat this man to death well it was like it made me go these guys aren't fighting an army these guys are a gang it was like they're making these guys jump jump in right because that's like yeah. a thing in gangs you gotta get jumped to i guess there's a little bit of reversal it's like murder this guy yeah I know, i'm getting like really weird like you know like proto-nationalist vibes yeah, and also just yeah, like and uh, and just like weird gangster. Uh, what's the word? Um, just prove yourself type tasks. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and and you can tell that there's there's a steep curve here in that. There's, they're just, already just building a hierarchy. It. Yeah, yeah. Flock's enjoying it clearly. You know, there's already like a power dynamic. You know, but that's not what it's supposed to be. It's what's supposed to be about freedom, and you know all this and that. I think Flock has just been a twisted character and this situation has just been to his advantage you know obviously like you know probably was never good enough for like a leadership position and all that you know he was yeah, kind of a follower 
big time thriving in chaos, right? Yeah. And his, you know, his emotions, and he's clearly a passionate guy, and that maybe, power vacuum, right? Yeah, and it maybe makes yeah. him perfect for the job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, it beats him to death, and he says, "Okay, now Han, show us where Zeke is." And then we cut to the last scene of the episode. Mm-hmm. One of the, my favorite uh, animation stills, or just scenes, or angles, or shots of the episode is uh, seeing. You, I think you're in Zeke's POV, him mm. opening his eyes, and you look at Levi looking down on you with the sunset behind him. That I thought was super cool. I thought yeah. that whole shot, that whole scene was lit really beautifully. Um, I thought it was really, really, really cool. Yeah, and, absolutely. This episode was just filled yeah. with these moments. So Levi's booby trapped him. You know, Zeke mm. uh, has is impaled with a thunder spear that is rigged to a rope tied around his neck. Levi makes it clear, hey, if you, you know, if you move a little bit too far, too suddenly, it's gonna blow. Mm. And Levi proceeds, you know, you, you know, you can tell he's not stoked, but uh. hurt. Some might say he says, you know, what are you talking about? You know, quit your complaining. Mm. This is a pretty great way to die compared to what you <laughs> did to all my uh, all of my comrades, right? Yeah. Uh, because as far as uh, Levi's intent goes here, is it he clearly is on his way. He says, you know, you're on your way to being eaten. Right, that sounds like a pretty good way to go out mm. uh, compared to what people have gone through. And he cuts off Zeke's feet. Yeah, starts going it down. Maybe the enjoys anim- it a little bit. The a little anim- bit. A little <laughs> A little bit. The the animation they used of like the blood mist. Yeah. As he's like swiping that that was like brutal, and I was like, you know, Levi. Levi and Zeke have had such a long road in such a short amount of time. You know, it was just it. To see the viscera, you know, of like yeah. him torturing him and all that, it was, you know, like you don't. We've seen Levi torture before, but you hope that yeah. he isn't just consumed by his rage and his yeah. revenge. And well, he's you know, it doesn't look great right now. Yeah, and it's funny when I was watching this by the end of the episode, um, I was like, this seems a little short sighted for Levi. Yeah. You know, like the, I think the, the, like the booby trap, that's necessary, but yeah. just kind of the way he's going to town on his feet like that. That's just him trying to enjoy it, trying to cause pain yeah. on him. And, and it's, you know, I think it sounds weird to say, but I feel like a little fair. <laughs> you know, like, no, yeah, yeah. You at least can empathize or at least, you know, hypothetically put yourself in Levi's shoes where he's not going to take any more risks. And if, yeah. uh, if that means... You know, inflicting enough damage so that Zeke can't transform and that causes him a lot of pain, then that's kind of like two birds with one stone because he's mm. pretty fucking pissed. Um, the last scene of the episode is Zeke's asking for his glasses back. And I think that's meant to be, you know, indicative of what's to come because there's a very yeah. brief flashback towards the end of the episode of Zeke playing catch uh, with a baseball. Mm. I uh, with, with a man. With a, with a man, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. I just love Levi's line of why you're not needing them where you're going <laughs> like it's the ultimate like fuck you like, oh you can't see well yeah it was like dad driving and like you're the kids whining in the backseat shut up like i don't <laughs> give a fuck yeah made me laugh um yeah so then yeah last episode scene you know there's been lots of like i remember man we haven't really talked about big brain uh just our big brain theories like you know i remember even early early in the season you know we talked about there's this weird focus on aaron with a baseball glove 
and with uh, a baseball and you know we we're gonna get to that next episode but yeah this en- this episode ends on Zeke playing catch mm. with this stranger that who's wearing the glasses uh, yeah. they show you that at the end of this episode he's wearing the glasses that Zeke ends up wearing so clearly there's some significance there mm. and they're playing catch more more weird random baseball shit um so yeah you know uh we go from there and then uh and then you know in real time we watch the next episode immediately after that yeah moments (laughs) moments after so in terms of uh this episode for now you know we don't we didn't really have time to have too too many theories well there's no sense making theories because we already kind of know what's coming down the pipe so i think it's kind of the natural place to end it yeah so i think we can call it here uh thank you guys for listening uh you know we're gonna put out uh season four episode 15 and our breakdown shortly after this so stay tuned uh you know wherever you're listening please feel free to like comment subscribe follow the podcast um you know we love interacting with you guys every week so please keep that up um Man, you know, next episode is what you call the penultimate episode of uh, season four, probably part one of two, TBD, but very likely. Um, So you'll hear hear our takes on it in a a few minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. Um, But until next time, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Cheers.